Some people I really trusted told me I was making a mistake. Each time, they might have been right. But my heart told me otherwise. I wanted to jump, and I've never looked back. We all face moments in our lives when we have to decide to jump or not to jump. That might mean leaving a familiar field to pursue a passion or project or taking a new responsibility at work. It might mean starting a new relationship or saying goodbye to one that's reached its end. It might be as small as embracing a new hobby or as big as moving to a new country. You never know exactly where those jumps will take you. They can be scary and they don't always work out for the best. But they're how we pursue our dreams. They can make us stronger, more resilient, just plain more interesting, and help us have more impact in the world. They let us imagine things not as they are, but how they should be, and then push us to do the hard work to make that change happen. There are ways we can make those jumps more likely to lead somewhere great. This book tells you how. Who knows, maybe one day your great-grandchildren will talk about how that jump you made all those years ago changed everything for them. Just like our great-grandparents changed everything for Mike and me. For Corey Griffin, a legend to us all. Introduction. Mike's story. Scott was my cousin's friend before he was my friend. We had met during a party at my cousin's house and had grown close through coffee dates every so often, like the one just now ending on a neatly groomed sidewalk in downtown Palo Alto. It was a late February afternoon. Mid-forties, tall, with a boyish smile and sharp blue eyes, Scott was soft-spoken and a good listener, and he had a gift for making time spent with him feel important. With me, he played the thoughtful mentor, loyal older brother, and trusted confidant, a sounding board for the dreamer, the kid. As we parted that afternoon, I wasn't quite ready to let him vanish into the dusk. After taking a couple of steps in the direction of my car, I turned around. Is this crazy? I asked. I was squeezing the stained coffee cup lid in my left palm. The culmination of several years of fantasizing and planning was a few hours away and I was fishing for a final bit of reassurance. Scott had started his hustle toward home, his lanky frame hunched over his phone, checking back into his own work and life. Our time together had run a bit long, and for Scott, there were business calls to return and kids to pick up from school. But he slowed his step and gently returned his attention to me. The sun had disappeared behind us. New customers scurried into the coffee shop. What you have in mind is absolutely crazy, he said, quietly pushing his phone back into his jean pocket. But there's a difference between crazy and stupid. Two years earlier, in an office toward the top of a pristine glass tower, above the bustling heart of Boston, I sat at my desk and stared at the wall. Taped to the top edge of my computer screen, printed in a size 50 font on leftover printer paper, was a quote from a commencement speech that Amazon's founder and CEO Jeff Bezos had made to graduating Princeton students in 2010. When you are 80 years old, and in a quiet moment of reflection, narrating for only yourself the most personal version of your life story, the telling that will be most compact and meaningful will be the series of choices you have made. In the end, we are our choices. Build yourself a great story. What would I want my story to look like? I knew my answer. I wanted to become a professional squash player. 
but I didn't know how to make that life happen. 23 years old, the youngest of six kids, born in New York City, raised in Nashville, Tennessee, and then in the beach town of Santa Barbara, California, I was the only child to live in Boston. A year out of college, I was ready to put down roots in Massachusetts. Or that was the plan, anyway. I had moved to the city for what I viewed as my dream job, working in the shiny, wood-paneled offices of a venture capital firm. My job was the type of employment you get and don't give up, the type of work you ride into the sunset of your career if they'll let you. I had chased this job since the start of my senior year. I had been walking out the back steps of my fraternity house when I read the job description in a career services bulletin on my phone, and I'd immediately copied and pasted the text into an email, sending it straight to my parents. I told them I'd seen an opening for the perfect job, working at Bain Capital Ventures, the venture capital investment arm of the International.